Welcome to Beyond Bite Wings, the business side of dentistry, brought to you by Edwards & Associates PC. Join us as we discuss how to build your dental practice, optimize your income, and plan for your future. This podcast is distributed with the understanding that Edwards & Associates PC is not rendering legal, accounting, or professional advice. Listeners should consult with their business advisors before acting on any of the information that is shared. At Edwards & Associates PC, our business is the business of dentistry. For help or more information, visit our website at enassociates.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of Beyond Bite Wings. In today's episode, we will be talking about the utilization of ChatGPT in dentistry. And within the studio, we have Robert. Good afternoon. And Lynn. Hi. Welcome back. Thank you. It's been a long time. It certainly has. Oh my goodness. I can't even remember the last time we had you here. It's been so long that I don't recognize any of the furniture in here. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while then. Yeah. Oh goodness. But it's good to be back. Yeah. I agree. So, ChatGPT, AI, fun stuff. Yeah. And, like, why did I choose this topic? The most not techie person, probably. <laughs> I would beg to defer. I, I Actually, you're, you're right. I, I am pretty techie. At least I'm a sucker for it. I, mean, right? I know a lot about it, but I am intrigued by it. And I, I love to utilize the tools that are available. So well, it's, right. it's scary stuff. Yeah. yeah. Futuristic. But let's, let's talk a little bit about what it is first, right? Yeah. So for so, our listeners that don't know. And this is very, very high level what it is mm -hmm. stuff. Because really, I don't know how it does it, what it does exactly. I know what it does, but I don't know uh -huh. how it does it, who made it. I don't have any of those kind of details. But we'll just start with what does the GPT stand for? Because that's always the first question. What does GPT stand for? It, it rolls right off the tongue. Generative Pre-Trained Transformer. Transformer. Yes. I did not know that. <laughs> now I'm thinking Optimus Prime. Yeah, and then you wonder why there's all the jokes about Borgs uh, and yeah. Terminator. See, well, see the connection Transformers, now. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, so Chat GPT. Chat Generative Pre-Trained Transformer. That's why it is abbreviated, because no one is going to remember that name. Wow. Okay. So it's AI, of course, artificial intelligence. Mm -hmm. How much do you know about artificial intelligence? All I know is it can think on its own. Yep, that's what I know, too. So that's as far as we're going to go on that. <laughs> Self-learning. <laughs> it's self-learning, yeah. Yep. Yeah, and it's it, if you've never played with chat GPT, because I'm pretty leery of it, it's just kind of weird, you know? But uh -huh. um, it's quite fascinating. Yeah. I recommend you get on and play with it. It's oh. kind of fun, yeah. So how would someone do that? Oh, that's a great question. You just go to a website. I would give it out here, but it, it really just Google chat GPT. How do you get on? It'll take you right to it. So there's no reason to list out the website. And um, the first thing you can type is, what can you do for me? Or how do I utilize chat GPT? I mean, you, the, you can ask it questions and get answers. And you can ask it to do things for you. And it will, like, write emails and, and things like that. So Wow. Yeah, so the reason I thought about this podcast topic is because and i know you saw it ash there was an article in dentistry iq mm -hmm. specifically titled meet your new dental communications assistant chat gpt and i thought huh never thought about that so let's look at it and see what they say and so in the little teaser it says it could be helping you draft emails dental faqs newsletters social media posts and more 
Wow. Uh huh. And yeah. I thought, really, it can do all that. So I had been reluctant to get on it. Uh, I have a tiny bit of conspiracy theorist in me, so you know, <laughs> I don't want to get on, and all my information is out there. But uh -huh. I, I did it anyway. I did it for the greater good. Right, for research. For <laughs> yes. research, right? Yes. For this episode. <laughs> and I thought, really, can it really write me some posts? And can it write a blog? And can it write a tweet? And can it answer an email? Let's just see what, what right. can it do. Yeah, and yeah. and so I saw what it can do. It's pretty fascinating. I, I will say this, though. <laughs> I will add this caveat that when you pull it up, uh -huh. and I was asking I, I was Googling at the time. I wasn't on chat mm -hmm. GPT. I was just Googling, how does it work? Right. So right beside it was an article for how to, uh, for buying lab-grown diamonds. And I thought, huh, artificial intelligence, artificial diamonds, right here on the same page. It's very odd. Yeah. <laughs> so, Wait, were you thinking about diamonds? I was not <laughs> thinking about diamonds. But apparently I was thinking about artificial things. Oh, uh, yes. So, yes. yeah. Not that lab-grown diamonds yeah. are artificial, but yeah. it, not, it's the same thing. It's, this isn't quite real intelligence but it's, but it's intelligent it is a form of intelligence it can right, listen right. to what you're asking and generate an appropriate response for it wow yeah mm -hmm. yeah now i i'm not too unfamiliar with it i mean i remember when i first heard of it i have used it and i remember when i first used it my mind was blown it was like when i first used google okay and i typed just questions i'm like wow this can literally pull up anything i type in yeah. here you know, yeah. I don't know if you've ever done this. Like, I've even, like, Googled myself. Let me see what pops up. <laughs> oh, no, I'm way too smart to do that. <laughs> uh, let's see what's out there. And, you know, uh, something similar happened with ChatGPT. I remember the first couple of times I was just asking questions that I was thinking, oh, this software or whatever is not going to be able to answer, you know. But I was really, really impressed by how it would answer your questions. It's very structured, detailed. And again, you have to understand, this is art artificial intelligence. It's pulling in data that's already out there right, in the correct. internet, the web, the cloud, right? what have right. you. And then it's just putting it together. So what it's essentially doing is it's looking through all the data that's out there, putting it together in a fashion, an organized fashion that can be deciphered by you and or answer the question mm -hmm. that you've asked and then go from there. And again, because it's artificial intelligence, it's always learning. So it can only get better. Right. And it does this very quickly, right? Very it does quickly. It very quickly. Now, it is based right now on, from my understanding, is that it's based on data through September 2021. Mm -hmm. So it mm -hmm. can be outdated in some things. Mm -hmm. So just think if you were trying to find the latest COVID booster shot research, that's not going to be in there. Right. And so you could be getting some bad or old information. I mean, there's a lot of warnings for yes. using it. it. It warns you itself right when you pull it up. Uh -huh. At the very bottom, it says that this may produce itself uh -huh. chat gpt may produce inaccurate information about people places or facts which i think is interesting because i could yes you can say inaccurate things about people because that's sort of a subjective mm -hmm. thing and places but facts inaccurate things about facts that's concerning yeah yeah i agree so and i, I did hear of a case because lawyers are using it to write briefs and things wow and so he had GPT write a brief for one of his trials, and it cited a whole bunch of cases that were not real, made them up, <laughs> totally made them up. And it, let's just say it caused him some grief. Oh, I bet. <laughs> but, yeah, so you got to be careful right, what right. you get back. Because what it says in one of the warnings is 
It's trained to provide answers that feel right to humans. That's what it says. It, that, that feels feel right. right to humans. So the answers can trick humans into thinking the, the output is correct. So mm -hmm. because it sounds good and intelligent and thoughtful and has some support for it, right. you go, oh, that's great. Well, that doesn't mean it's true. Right. So there's a difference there. Interesting. Uh-huh. So... More, like here, more, here was one of the examples. More fake news. <laughs> right, that's just what we need, right? Now, this was sadly this is quote old. This was from mm -hmm. December of twenty two, so that's now getting old in the mm -hmm. in the AI world, right? Yeah. But they asked it, "What mammal lays the largest eggs?" Okay, and here's its answer. It sounds very thoughtful and appropriate, except for the obvious problem. The mammal that lays the largest eggs is the elephant. Elephant eggs are the largest of all land animals, with some reaching <laughs> up to nine inches in length and weighing up to five pounds. I think that means the eggs. <laughs> However, elephants are not the only mammals that lay eggs. Okay. Do you, do you hear, hear the problem? Wow. <laughs> so... So it goes back to that. It's pulling in information from the internet. And, you know, Wikipedia is one of those places where you can actually go and edit. So I'm sure yes, somebody went yes. there and said, yeah. you know, elephants are capable of laying yeah. eggs and they're nine inches. I mean, it would be true. It would be logical that an uh -huh. elephant would lay a large egg. Uh -huh. That's true. Um, except for the fact that elephants it's a mammal. don't lay eggs, right. <laughs> right? But it's not the only mammal, apparently. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I, I just wow. I thought okay. that was funny. So one of those things like you have to be careful yeah you yeah, have to be careful yeah, yeah and i guess it's also that like the feel good part right that's a subjective thing yeah. i feel like their answers cater and it's tricky if you think about it from a programming standpoint they're just using zeros and ones to mm -hmm. program this thing or when it's doing its own self-learning somehow to understand that yeah that is what impresses me. that's beyond my ability to understand i, I, I just can't uh, comprehend that yeah it's like when i first heard alexa speak it sounded like a robot Alexa, mm -hmm. Siri, whichever mm -hmm. assistant. These days, it sounds more and more human. Mm -hmm. And you can even pick the voice. Yeah. 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 It's crazy where we're going with this. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, amazing stuff. Absolutely. But, you know, going back to our topic, you know, so Lynn, how do you think it would help our listeners or our, our dental people? Well, I, I just went with what Dentistry IQ suggested and, okay. and I asked it to write me some posts and some blogs. And, okay. And, and We'll just see what happens. So it was kind of interesting. So one of the things I asked it to do was... Let me ask you a question. When you ask it to do something, <laughs> do you have to put in like a whole question or just keywords or what? Uh, I put in whole questions okay. or statements or uh, commands, whatever okay. I wanted it to do. Okay. And it does seem to like that kind of interaction. Um, and so, for, in for instance, here's what I put in. I put in... Write a Twitter message for teeth whitening. Okay. That's all I put. I got this short little response. I mean, it took like no time at all, literally. Mm. I got this short little response full of emojicon, so it was all cute and, you know, <laughs> inviting. And it says, get your smile to shine bright like a diamond with our premium teeth whitening treatment. Say goodbye to stains and hello to confidence. Hashtag teeth whitening. Hashtag smile bright. Hashtag confident smile. Like that. That's great. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I, I think that it gave me what I asked for. Right. I think it right. gave me what I asked for. Do you know how long it would take me to write that? To ponder it and get it small and get it catchy and get it eye-catching? Yeah. I mean, 
if you're lucky, 15 minutes. Yeah. If you're putting it out for a business, I mean, right. you got to yeah. right. probably not 15 minutes for something like that. But for like a newsletter or yeah. um, any kind of long communication with a client, I mean, I, I we spend a long time making sure those are worded properly. And oh, absolutely. Not offensive and accurate and engaging. Yeah. And so, yeah, it can do it in the blink of an eye. So mm-hmm. if two people ask it the same question, maybe you're here in Dallas and somebody else is in Boston. Are you going to get the exact same answer? I don't know the answer to that. That's actually a good question. I think that you might if you put in the exact same wording, but if I added something like for my area, it might give me some differences. Okay. Because I think in another one, what is my other one? This one was, it kind of went off the rails on this one, but not terrible, but a little bit. (laughs) So what I said was write an inviting post to patients for one day implants. Okay. Now, it didn't quite understand what I wanted. Mostly it did. So it gave me, I would say, it's probably a good two pages, which I think is pretty long. It's a little, it's a little wordy, That's in my opinion. way too long. Yeah. For, yeah. But it does look good, and it reads good. But what it made was a one-day event for one-day implants. So... It decided we were going to have an event, a one-day event, so the patients could come and learn about one-day implants, uh, which is not what I asked for. I just asked for a post basically promoting, yeah. you know, I have a CIRAC, you can come in, you can get it done, you can leave, you don't have to come back. That's what I was going for. Okay. And instead, what I got was, we're having a one-day event. Come and join us and learn about one-day implants. It did have the topic right, It got the, and it got the reasons right. I mean, it was... I mean, this is pretty impressive. So it starts with, are you tired of dealing with the inconvenience of missing teeth or struggling with uncomfortable dentures? We have fantastic news for you. Then it talks about our one-day event, which I never said anything about a one-day event. (laughs) You can always enroll them at the one-day event. You could, yeah, you could. Join us on, and it's got blanks, X date and X location, for this extraordinary opportunity to transform your dental health in a swift and seamless manner. Our team of skilled and compassionate dental experts is excited to offer you the most advanced dental implant technology, making the process quicker, more comfortable, and with stunning results. Then it says, why choose one-day implants? And it's got five points. It's got bullet points, rapid results, enhanced comfort, natural aesthetics, long-lasting solutions. I mean, it's it's impressive, to be honest. That is impressive. I mean, even though it didn't get it right. Right. It's very close. I could certainly change this to some kind of post or a, a flyer right. or whatever in five minutes i could right. i could just tweak it a little bit and then it's got uh, some emojis again it, it made it appealing to the eye because i said it was going to be some kind of publication it's got it's complimentary there's special pricing for if you come to the event it's, there's going to be a q a session well I didn't right. say, oh, great now i have to have a q a session you know some of those right, things you, right, would, right, you would change right. but oh and there's apparently going to be refreshments and goodie bags <laughs> so i mean it has planned this whole thing wow. and if i didn't know what i was doing i'd be like oh i didn't think about refreshments and goodie bags that's a really good idea you know it's true, so, yeah. very, very thorough it's very thorough yeah. it's very yeah. interesting huh. Okay, so this is what I'm getting out of it. So if you're going to be using it for marketing, absolutely, great tool. Mm -hmm. Pick the right hashtags. Mm -hmm. You're saving time there. It's staying within the character limitations Mm -hmm. because Twitter posts, I think, has to be within, what, 160 or 200 characters or something Something, like that. And and then again with the posts, whether they're mailers or just email Mm -hmm. blasts, it can 
certainly do that. Mm -hmm. But the only thing is be very careful of proofreading it mm -hmm. and not to do anything that goes against HIPAA mm -hmm. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> or anything else. Yes. Well, here's a good question. You talk about proofreading. So were there any grammatical errors or any uh, misspellings in any of the things you got back? No. Great. No. Yeah. Great. Oh, that's very basic. Yeah. I think I think that's yeah. like the simplest thing it can do. Uh, yeah, yeah, I would assume so. And I'm a very pick, picky editor, uh -huh. so I would have caught it. But right. no, there, there was nothing there. It was very clean. It was very well written. And you can ask it to, like, you can ask for a certain tone that you want. Like, I want a serious letter to so-and-so or... I would like a fun post for what, and that's when right. you get the emojis or you get the informal language. And so it will do different, you know, kind of qualities. Yeah. So you can tell it your mood. Yes. Okay. Yeah. You can tell it yeah. kind of the audience or the, the aim that you have. Here's what, you know, here's kind of what I want. Um, Scary. Yeah. There was, there was one thing though. Which one was it? Where you can ask it medical advice of course that's dangerous oh boy yeah. well, i was gonna say how accurate yeah. is that yeah <laughs> well, people have been doing that though you know oh, with yeah. web md oh yeah 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 that's dangerous so here's what i asked it what are the dangers of using chat gpt to communicate with dental patients and it goes through there's miscommunications and misunderstandings lack of context Inability to diagnose, legal, legal, not lethal, no, legal <laughs> and ethical concerns. And it, and it goes through all these reasons why this might not be good for you to use with your patients, but it can be, and here's why and when. But what concerned me is it makes a comment about some people might prefer human dental professionals. So does it consider itself a computer dental professional? Apparently. Apparently. <laughs> and then it made some other comment about this is the risk with human professionals. So, yeah. It is essential to clearly communicate to patients when AI technology is being used in the process and when they are interacting with a human professional. So, what I hear is versus a AI professional. Yeah. So, it's starting to lift itself up <laughs> to oh, yeah, this professional yeah, it's status. Like, it's like, I'm better. You better warn them when it's a human. Yeah, that's just a human professional. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I thought that was interesting. And, of course, its advice is not always good. And it can't necessarily do specific things. Like it said, it can't diagnose, for instance. So, I asked it. So, going to, let's go to a, an accounting uh, mm -hmm. question for a moment. I asked it if I should apply for the ERC credit. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, right? Hot topic. <laughs> Very timely. Yes. And it basically replied back, which I was kind of happy to hear, but that there are uh, a lot of factors and you need to consult your accounting professional. I really thought it would list them out, tell what the rules were, say it's a good idea if this or if that, or it may be good for you. It actually avoided it entirely. But... Remember, it only is current through September of 2021. Right. And it only came really full-fledged around, I think, November. It was in the fall of 21. Okay. When it became, like, sort of a hot topic. It actually, it was available before that in, in fall of 2020, but it became pretty hot at that time. Uh. So, 
I thought that was interesting. So it's not always accurate. It can be, it can broad stroke things and just give you some very general, right? you know, that's, that's a great question, Ash. You should, you should ask someone that question, you know, that kind of right. thing. Um, so you're essentially telling me I cannot ask it, hey, what's going to be the winning lottery ticket number for tonight? <laughs> you can ask. But I do not think it should know that question. If it knows that, that's a problem. Well, right. I did read an article over the weekend about Chet G- GPD um, getting a 512% return on a stock portfolio that wow. it picked. Really? Yeah. Now, I don't know over what period of time. Interesting. Oh, yeah. I could probably do that yeah. in over like an hour. But over the long term, yeah, I'm not, not happy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Here, Here's what I foresee as where people professionals like us and dentists are going to be oh that stupid chat gpt patients are going to google their well not google that different thing i'll talk about Mm -hmm. that in a second patients are going to chat gpt their symptoms or this is what the dentist told me what's the best treatment for Mm. you know gingivitis whatever it is that one's too basic but whatever and then they're going to come back to the dentist and go, well, I read online that you should do this because it comes back with very thorough. It'll tell you the procedures you should, you know, clean the surface and prepare the amalgam. And, I mean, everything that you mm-hmm. you think sounds, it sounds really, really good. But, but and they're going to second said, guess. They're going to second guess what the professional, excuse me, the human professional <laughs> is telling them is the best course of treatment for them. Oh, well, chat GPT said that I should do this and this and this. And you're going to be fighting that battle. Well, here's why that's not appropriate for you, and that doesn't work in your case, and or I don't recommend that. That's not long-term. That's not beneficial or things like that. But didn't you also say that sometimes it'll give an answer that it wants you to think is accurate? Yes. Okay. Yeah, it will sound right. Yeah. No matter what it is, it will yeah. sound right. Now, it might give you an answer that says there are varying opinions on this. Okay, well, then you know it's kind of up for debate. But it might give you an answer that says... Oh, you should do this and this yeah. and this. Okay, yeah. but that might not be current. That might have been what you would do in September of 21, you right. know, things yeah. like that. So Interesting. Mm-hmm. That is interesting. So, so any idea when it'll be updated for more current information? Well, there's already a 4.0 available. Does that mean anything to you, Ash? Well, honestly, I'm <laughs> counting on there's here. a lot that goes on. Because there's a it's, paid version. There's correct. a paid version that I don't know if it's more accurate, but it will do different things. You're, you're getting more complicated things. Yes. So not just the one day events. Yeah, it, it might do that <laughs> DNA gene sequencing that we were talking about okay. before we started recording. I'm sure, I'm sure that's a paid. I would imagine <laughs> that's a paid software. Yeah, exactly that one. But you know, my mind just goes everywhere. When it comes to, you know, the virtual world or mm-hmm. AI or what it's capable of, where it's going. Mm-hmm. Of course, I'm also thinking of the the opposite spectrum of what this can do, not just the good, but that. Mm-hmm. But again, that's because, you know, of Terminator and whatnot. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I grew up with Terminator. That's <laughs> exactly. the first thing I thought of. So, and it concerns me when I hear it talking about human dental professionals. Right, 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 right. When right. It, it puts itself in, in that Yeah, realm. in a sentient mode. Yeah, I agree. But it, it differentiates, differentiates itself from humans. It does. Yeah, it does. And it's constantly thinking and learning. And yeah. it's becoming where you can't tell you know, who, who wrote that? Right. Did a human write that or did a machine write that? Because I could have read, read that email and gone, oh, I don't know. I, I think a person wrote that. Right. No, right. not, not That's so. That's true. So my scam emails are going to get even more difficult to identify. Well, yeah. And that, that <laughs> actually was listed as one of the possible 
I mean, you're triggering it from a negative standpoint, but it was used as part of one of the beneficial uses for ChatGPT. So if you get someone in your practice or wherever in your business that doesn't speak your language, you can ask ask it to translate for you and help you communicate with this person. Uh-huh. So that's the good side. Now on the bad side, you've got your foreign scammers, you know, right. that mm. they're going to be able to write flawless mm. English mm. and we're not going to be able to tell because right now mm. we can tell there's that nuanced language yeah. problem that mm. we go, oh, that's not mm. right. Mm. Um, that's going to be harder and harder to recognize. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, but when we were talking about um, patients are going to be, I said, Googling their, right. their, um, you know, their issues, whatever they're coming to the dentist for versus chat GPT. So when you Google something and you get answers, right, you get search results and you look at them, you can see where those answers are coming from. So you can discern whether that's a reputable site or not a reputable site based on whatever your criteria is. That's you can't do that with chat GPT. You don't know what the source is. It's just from its database. So as you said, it could be from Wikipedia where mm-hmm. I went in and wrote, oh, root canals are no big deal. They're easy. I could do it in they my garage. Come on over. <laughs> you know, and versus if somebody went, oh, Lynn wrote that, they'd go, well, that's stupid. Don't listen to that. <laughs> but if ChatGPT says it, it doesn't give you the source or where it came from. And it reads really well. So you don't know whether you can rely on it or not. So that's the risk there. So could you ask it to give it sources would it i do not know the answer to that question okay interesting yeah, I've, I've never thought of that interesting because again my mind is blown by its capabilities yeah. i don't think i'm no thinking kidding. about that i'm thinking about the winning lottery number <laughs> right it's like when is it going to get there <laughs> get off of that okay just let's just clarify Winning lottery number or not, you will be at work tomorrow, right? Right. That's true. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's just going to, you know, fund my, you know, like, I don't know, your the car, Jay Leno your garage. Car, your ca- I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> but uh, let's come back to this. So which segment of a dental practice do you think this can really help? Uh, would it be the front desk, the back office? Of course, hope not the treatment. I think marketing for sure. Mm-hmm. I think that primarily I'm thinking front desk. Okay. Yeah, but, I think you know, so too. I could go either way because, yeah. well, A, because I don't know all the uses yet, but right. it can write, or it can certainly help write aftercare protocol. Right. So if somebody comes in for, for a procedure mm-hmm. and or even if you have protocol for, say, a root canal, we'll just do root canal again here's what you need to do when you go home. Here's what I give to the patient so when they go home, they can properly take care of whatever the procedure was. You may have those already, most likely you do, mm-hmm. but when's the last time you looked at them, updated them, are they written right? Let chat GPT write one up for you and compare it to yours and maybe mm-hmm. you can tweak yours, add it, and you can see maybe where there's gaps or holes or go, oh, theirs is written way better than the way I wrote it. <laughs> and so there's uses for that, for right. for aftercare right. protocol and early yes. marketing, yes. Patient communications, I guess. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah, I mean, there was uh, – one of them I did was um, – Write me an email to a patient who missed their hygiene appointment, who skipped their hygiene appointment. Mm, that's a good one. And I thought it was too wordy, but mm-hmm. it was well written and it talked about, oh, and it, it was very polite, so polite. I mean, that's why you think that a human wrote it. it dear so and so, I hope you're doing well. I hope this finds you well. We're sorry to have missed you. You missed your hygiene appointment yesterday. Here are the, all the benefits of maintaining healthy teeth, and here are some of the disadvantages. Of, and it, we hope you reschedule. I don't remember what it said, but it was 
you know, it was good. And it took like literally 15 seconds, maybe 20 That's seconds. That's great. And so I don't know that you would really email a patient about missing their hygiene appointment, but Okay, I'm not a dentist. I have to make up make up these scenarios, and that's the one I made up. Um, I that was a good one, though, because mm-hmm. I think they could all use something like that. Right. And I think a lot of them do try to communicate with the patients when they miss an appointment. Right, mm-hmm. right. And and so then I said, this is the one, this one I didn't like. I said, write a letter to my patients that I will no longer be accepting insurance. Okay, so Robert, what's the first thing you think when when a practice says they're not going to accept insurance anymore? How are they going to want to communicate that to their patients? What what are they going to want to say and not say? Do you know where I'm going? I don't. Well, what you don't want to say is I'm not taking insurance anymore. Right. right? That mm-hmm. is not what you say. Right. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be blunt. You you don't say, "Oh, I'm sorry, we're not or when they call, I'm not taking insurance." That's not how you open the conversation. Right. We're happy to see you. You know, we don't file with your. There are better words than all of that, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. And this email isn't wrong, so it's not wrong. It's just not wise. So I hope this letter finds you in good health. See, it's very polite. I hope this letter finds you in good health and high spirits. I'm writing to inform you about an important decision I've made regarding my medical practice. After careful consideration and evaluation, I have come to the difficult decision to no longer accept insurance as a form of patient for my services. And then it goes into why I strive to, to to deliver the highest level of care. Insurance is not allowing me to do that. It's a burden. They're all very good reasons. But I get that letter in the mail, and I'm like, okay, i got to find a new doctor. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's not what you want to communicate. And I'd probably stop reading right after that sentence. Uh, yep. You know, mm-hmm. So move that down. Uh-huh. Maybe you can edit it. But, you know? but it's not, a, I'm not accepting insurance. There are, there are 10 other ways to say Absolutely. I'm not accepting insurance yeah. without saying I'm not accepting insurance, yeah. without, ex- without saying you need to go find someone on your network because I'm no longer on your network, because right. that's what this says. Yeah. And so that was, that was an example of, mm, no, no, bad. Yeah. And you have to be able to discern whether it's giving you good product or not. Yeah. I see. So what I'm hearing is that you can certainly use what it's capable of yeah. In assisting you, but not completely giving it its own responsibility. Right. Like, okay, I'm only going to be using this. I'm not going to have, you know, that third front desk person because I'm going to be using ChatGPT from now. <laughs> right. Right. Okay. Because, yeah, you, you let the, the patient come in and just type, do you accept my insurance? And ChatGPT is going to say, oh, I'm so sorry, but no, we do not accept that insurance. <laughs> have a nice day. Yeah. 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 So, no, you wouldn't want to do that. But uh, you just have to know what that where your level mm-hmm. of trust is. And, yeah. But I, I think there certainly can be uses for it, you know, with the front desk. And that's the position that's so hard to fill right now. It's true. And the knowledge level that they have is lacking because they just don't have the experience that you need because they're moving around or whatever. So maybe this would be a good source. You know, what's the what's the protocol when a patient calls in and asks me this or how should I handle the scheduling? I think there is knowledge to be gained from this system, but you have to know if it's giving you good knowledge. Or right. Not. Yes. But I think with a little effort, you can, you know, ask it the questions, mm-hmm. read the answers, use some common sense, mm-hmm. edit those, and then you have something, a good product there. Potentially. Yeah. 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 Huh. Interesting. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, a lot of times with dentists that are owners that are also responsible for the management side of mm-hmm. a business, they get so overwhelmed with the current set of mm-hmm. tasks. They know what additional things they should do or provide, but they're just not getting the time to mm-hmm. do that. I think 
from that standpoint of saving time, Absolutely. they can probably utilize ChatGPT more. Abs- like, I, I totally agree. So, for instance, let's say if they want to implement patient surveys. Right. Right. Or they're like, you know, I know I should do this and I can see the benefit of it, but I just cannot find the time to, you know, type up a patient survey or, you know, maybe doing some research on what should be included in that survey and how should it be mailed out. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Chad GPT, I feel like at least now is capable of that where it can help you um, shorten that time. Okay. It just wrote me a survey. Wow. <laughs> wow. Hold on. It's still going. It's still going. We're on number seven. Eight. Let's see how many it gives me because it can't be too long. Oh, ten. Look at that. Ten questions. It's done. Wow. I asked it to write me a. Well, hold on, I gotta get back to the top. Write mm-hmm. a dental patient survey for an orthodontic practice. Wow. Okay. It's got a short little introduction. Ask for personal information, which of course I would probably mm-hmm. not do. It depends on what the purpose. I didn't give it a purpose for mm-hmm. the survey, so therefore I'm less in control of what I got back. And that so took it, less than a minute. Yeah. 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 Amazing. Initial impression. Please rate your initial impression of our orthodontic practice. Please rate your experience with scheduling appointments. Please rate the cleanliness and comfort of our waiting area. I mean, they all yeah, they had to like have was the idea. Yeah. And there it is. That's great. And so, I mean, I know in our case, like, I've been wanting to uh-huh. research this because what, what can it do, right? Right. And I'm just too busy. I haven't gotten around to it. That's mm-hmm. It's the age-old story. It's uh-huh. just one more thing. I don't have time for that right now. Right. I'll do it later. Right. But had I done it, what could I have saved myself that I could mm-hmm. have used this for between whenever I didn't research it and now? Right. Now that I've played with it, then I, my, I'm thinking more and more. I wrote a huge letter on Friday. <laughs> took me two hours to compile the information and make sure the tone was right and make sure it right. pr- portrayed what mm-hmm. I wanted it to mm-hmm. portray and and how fast could this have written it? Would it have given me what I wanted? I can try to ask it now and compare my product with its product and see what happens, but mm. that would be fascinating because could it have saved me an hour of that time, an hour and a half of that time? Probably. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, exactly. I wonder if it can write letters to the IRS. <laughs> you joke, but I bet it no, could. No, I'm not joking. I bet it could. I bet it could. It depends on what you needed it to write. But some of those are so specific to line item this and amount that, and that would be difficult. But I bet if you ask for abatement of a late penalty, something like that, it might give you a response that you could tweak pretty easily, possibly. Okay. Right. So essentially, anything that you can think you can Google and find answers to, mm-hmm. You can definitely ask it, mm-hmm. and it'll give you a more mm-hmm. tailored, or you know, with the right sentiment. Or yeah, you right, know, it's it's right. going to answer it in complete sentences with tone, with what, yeah, mm-hmm. whatever criteria mm-hmm. you give it. Yeah, it will. Yeah. Now, and again, this is based on like I literally just started playing with this a couple of days ago, so mm-hmm. my knowledge is very limited. There's no telling what this can do. Oh yeah. Uh, I was talking to our. Uh, podcast editor uh-huh. uh, before this and she's using it for all kinds of things from writing her transcripts it can listen to things and write transcripts it can find video clips and and go like it can watch the the video podcast uh, we're not there yet thankfully <laughs> <laughs> but it can watch the video podcast and choose an area and go okay this is good for your clip for your promo and it can pick the three or four second clip that mm highlights what they want and she said it's saving her all kinds of time so wow. so what can this do that we've not thought of a lot a lot mm-hmm. 
Interesting. So the applications are up to your imagination. Possibly, yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And I'll, I'll be know. curious to hear what our dentists try to use it for and what they're successful. Right, I, I would agree. love to know that. Yeah. And it's only going to get better from here. Mm-hmm. At least that's the hope. <laughs> right. Well, it's the hope to a point. <laughs> <laughs> then we turn back into Terminator. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I know we joke, but seriously, though, on the note of a terminating <laughs> you know what what are some of the downsides of this that you foresee or you think at its current stage mm-hmm. um well the, the obvious ones are risk of misinformation because right. it doesn't know everything mm-hmm. yet mm-hmm. and it doesn't know what it doesn't know obviously right. so there's that it, it does have some biases also and i'm not talking about controversial biases mm. that, that probably you're thinking of but mm-hmm. like for instance i asked it and I worded it very specifically because I, I wanted to hear its opinion in both directions. So I asked it why I should go to an orthodontist for orthodonture. And then I asked it why I should go to my, or why I should go to my orthodontist and not my general dentist for orthodonture. And then I asked it why should I go to my general dentist and not my orthodontist for orthodonture. Okay. Okay, because I wanted to hear if it would give me but will it give me both sides of the argument? Right. Yeah. Because there are cases to be made mm-hmm. in either direction. Mm-hmm. And it very clearly wanted me to go to the orthodontist because both responses. So the response where I asked it, why should I go to the orthodontist versus a general dentist for orthodontia? It gave me all kinds of reasons. They're, they're professional. They're more trained. They're, all kinds of reasons. But when I asked it, why should I go to the general dentist instead of the orthodontist? It said, well, it would really be better. The orthodontist is more trained. You should really think about whether the general dentist is the right choice because it may be the wrong choice. So it had a bias. It wanted me to go to the orthodontist, and it wasn't going to give me alternate views. It had its view, and it wasn't going to look at the flip side, and it didn't. So I think that's the intelligence part of it. Yeah. Because Google, you know, I've done the same thing with it. Well, with much funnier questions. <laughs> to see what it does, and it seems like it will always agree with me. Uh huh. You know, it's like you oh, can find you can find anything to support whatever position you position have, you want, whether it's crazy or not. Crazy. Right, exactly. Yeah. But you know, with ChatGPT, seems like that's not the case. Maybe not. Hmm. I'll have to ask it if people should go to H and R Block or come to a CPA. You might not want the answer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hope, hoping <laughs> that it'll be biased. Right. <laughs> so there you go. Interesting. Yeah. Food yeah. for thought. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I know this is a hot topic right now everywhere. I mean, anytime I'm on my phone looking through the news, something with ChatGPT or AI and, you know, how it's being incorporated more and more mm-hmm. with everything that we're doing. Mm-hmm. And, of course, you know, the good sides we can see, we can read about it. But at the same time, it should be taken with a grain of salt because it's still in its early developing stage mm-hmm. yeah. right it's getting better it is helpful it will save time but definitely do your due diligence work before uh, utilizing it or um, incorporating it in your uh, normal day-to-day routine right well said outstanding information yeah scary well, well <laughs> i keep it- coming back to that <laughs> I'm so glad y'all had me back on. I had a lot of fun. Yeah, same here. It was so fun. And honestly, this topic couldn't have been better. Good. You, you picked Thank a, you. you. picked a good topic. It well, was. I was prompted by, by Dentistry IQ, so I will give it some props, oh. for, props for that. But I, I thought it was pretty fascinating because it is not something I had considered. 
Thanks for listening today. Be sure to subscribe to Beyond by Wings on your favorite podcast platform. For more information, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Or reach out to us on our website. You can also shoot us an email at info at eandassociates.com.